any company sufficiently large is just indistinguishable from evil. Apple could expand advertising to new areas of your iPhone. It's looking to expand its $4 billion advertising business by ramping up the number of ads across its native app suite. The company has reportedly internally tested ads in the Apple Maps, Podcast, and Book apps. Hey, Renee, we keep hearing that Apple is getting more and more heavily into advertising, and I was wondering what your thoughts are on what exactly they'll do, how far they'll go, and if there's anything that you think is kind of off limits for them. My guy, TechAlter, trying to get me just straight up canceled, like I'm hiding nuclear codes in my sock drawer or something. Even though I'm working super beyond hard to pivot this channel away from being Apple-specific, and focus more on tech culture in general, I do think this is actually a much larger, broader topic. Apple in streaming and ads, Microsoft and Google in hardware, and it's something you and I really do need to talk about. Apple, the company that's been building literal billboards to privacy. If our customer was our product, uh, we could make a ton of money. We've elected not to do that. Apple. The company that's been standing between Facebook and third-party ad tracking. We had to make it a meaningful choice, and we had to make it a clear uh, choice, and one that had effect. Apple, the company that keeps setting themselves up to be just hammered by regulators over pretty much everything they're doing these days, except for, oh yeah, anything that actually has to do with their current core products, Apple. Apple is rumored to be going if not all in on ads, then certainly more inner. And that's causing everything from complete cognitive dissonance to renewed accusations of unfair competition. So why? Why would Apple do this? Why would they risk it? Control, power, money? One of my absolute favorite Steve Jobs stories is after hearing a pitch, just putting his feet up on the conference table and saying, yeah, Apple could do that and make a lot of money doing that, but is it really a business that we want to be in? Now, to be 100% crystal clear, Steve was not talking about ads at all. He's the one who went all in on iAds after all. It's mobile advertising. We're building it right in to iPhone OS 4. Which may have been the only thing that ever flopped harder than ping, but that whole idea, that entire concept is one that Tim Cook has championed as well, that there are a thousand no's for every yes, that Apple succeeds not by doing everything for everyone, but by focusing on specific things that bring the most value, and that there are certain things that Apple will just never not ever do, like iMissiles, but iAds, ads in general, those have been fine. Even with all the privacy policies and software controls that they've been introducing, ads have just always been dandy. Like on the App Store, where anyone who can afford it can slap an ad up on top of the listings for competitors and indies alike. Or in News, where even if you pay, even if you pay for News Plus, you still get ads injected in between paragraphs of text in most, if not all, the articles you're literally already paying to read. Because there's really only an ad-supported tier not an ad-free tier, which in fairness is absolutely the way a lot of other content companies operate. Advertisers are almost always willing to pay vastly, obscenely more for our attention than we're willing to pay for our content. So they win, but Apple wasn't originally a content company 
And more than any other major company, they've cast themselves as an experience-first, privacy-first company, which is why when Netflix talks about adding an ad-supported tier, there is a minor squall in the techo chamber. Netflix, which has no other businesses, nothing else to benefit from content as loss leader, nothing else to pad their profit margins. But when Apple doesn't even really talk about it, but is rumored to be thinking about it, Apple, which has the mother of all profit patterns. They're in a billion pockets, y'all, a billion pockets. It's a full-on techo chamber storm. So why? Why ads? Why Apple? Why now? Is it the same reason Microsoft, which literally had software portmanteaued into their name, why Microsoft began making Surface laptops, Surface flip tops, and now hingeable phone-like things? Why Google, which owns so much of the current advertising and online services markets, started making pixel books and tabs and phones, and now has Nest as well? Is it because they thought by owning the whole widget, controlling the complete process, they could just dog food faster, push innovation further, and establish an additional revenue stream, by the way, all at the same time. And while it could create some tension with their existing hardware partners, it could also cater to their most fervent customers, their fans, and maybe eventually uplift, just benefit the whole ecosystem. Is that even more visceral for Apple right now? Because their main business, their iPhone business, is just so close to saturation. I mean, until they start adding Apple stores to Mars, most people on Earth who want an iPhone already have an iPhone. And if they can't get more customers, the next best strategy is to get more from each customer. So after spending a decade and a half building up the iPhone, they can now spend the next decade and a half using the iPhone to build up entirely new, completely additive businesses. And yes, music helped build the iPod, of course, and the App Store, the iPhone. But now news and movies and games and TV and so much more. And that doesn't just open the door wider for ads. It just opens the floodgate. And other companies, I mean, like Amazon and Samsung, they've already plastered ads on their lock and launch and other screens. And Apple has infamously been advertising their own services in notifications and settings and in apps for a while. But content offers way more traditional, often more acceptable locations, especially for third-party ads. And there is absolutely an argument to be made, probably the one that Steve Jobs would have made. For lack of a, a more elegant way to say it, we think most of this mobile advertising really sucks. Um, and we thought we might be able to make some contributions. And using engagement to drive change has pretty much been the cornerstone of Tim Cook's whole entire tenure as CEO. But engagement can and will sometimes slip slopes into endorsement. So there's also a totally valid argument to be made that getting deeper into the ad business, hell, even being in the ad business at all, if not hypocritical, is at least antithetical to Apple's larger far more singular push into privacy as a civil right. And despite all the context and nuance and differences between first and third party on platform and across platforms, the mere appearance of impropriety here makes technologies like app tracking transparency both suspect 
and open to attack, good and bad faith alike, from partners, competitors, and regulators alike, bringing basically all the heat to something that might one day be core, essential to Apple's businesses, but today is all but insignificant at best and potentially corrosive at worst, which is why I said at the beginning, any company sufficiently large is just indistinguishable from evil. Not because they set out to do evil, at least not always, but because the bigger they get, the more stakeholders they have, the greater the chance that something they do is gonna start hurting some of those stakeholders. The bigger the giant, the greater the collateral damage, the more that gets just trampled beneath its feet, consciously and unconsciously. And I'm super curious to hear what you all think as well, so let me know. But I'm tempted to say, Apple can't have the cake is a lie here and eat it too. That they should focus on making phenomenal products and content now and leave the ads to other companies that can remain at arm's length. Companies that specialize in those products and the technologies that drive them, like neural networks, machine learning, and algorithms. Basically, everything that comes next, everything that you can learn from today's sponsor, Brilliant. Brilliant has this growing catalog of courses, including computer science, math, physics, logic, quantum mechanics, game theory, and just so much more, all specifically, specially crafted to help you learn concepts by working through them yourself in visual, hands-on ways. And all the lessons are so thoughtfully broken up into bite-sized pieces so that you can learn at your own pace. There's no pressure, basically zero pressure. Like, if you wanted to learn to code, but you've always been put off by the overly complicated traditional computer programming courses, Brilliant has actual, fun, interactive challenges that let you shift blocks of pseudocode around, receive immediate feedback, and get results. You feel like you're solving puzzles, gaming even, but the whole entire time, you're learning how algorithms work. And once you know that, coding becomes just so much less intimidating and so much more accessible. Because here's the thing, here's the secret. Everyone starts somewhere and you can get started right now, today, for free. Just visit brilliant.org slash Richie or click on the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. So just click the button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Richie. Clicking on that button really helps out the channel and so does hitting up this video so that we can talk more about another really, really important, really contentious topic that I don't think is getting anywhere enough attention. And that's the big lie around data encryption. Yeah, I said it. So just click that video and I'll see you there.